Thorn in Your Side is a podcast recorded on the various lands of First Nations peoples, land that always was and always will be Aboriginal land. While there's air that is breathed and water that nourishes and provides, ownership of this land remains unresolved. Respects are paid to elders past and present in the ongoing quest for self-determination and reclamation of land. Hello and welcome to Thorn in Your Side. My name's M. At least that's what the internet tells me that my name should be. So it has been just over half a year since I've last done a real episode. Uh, I guess I did an unreal one uh, at the end of last year as a special Christmas episode. That was effectively uh, some unpublished material that I did around last March that I thought, eh, just try to keep the skin in the game and publish something and um, it might give me some motivation to get back into it. So in that sense it did work and I'm here to try to see if I can get back into it. So it has been a year. There has been reasons why it has been such a long break and I can go into it in this Lone Wolf episode. For me it it has been like a three-phase thing and... I suppose just before I start, I, I'm also going to say this is my second stab at doing this because um, it's a bit of a story here. When you haven't used your podcasting gear for a while, uh, you've realized that um, some of the bits that you need to do a podcast might necessarily be working. So my mix is broken, um, I've discovered, so I've had to try to send that to repairs. Um, so at the moment, what I'm doing is using my remote roving get up and um, a boom mic and uh, I'm talking by the beach. So this is a band-aid situation for me at the moment and hopefully I can get my mixer back. So this is my attempt at trying to get back into it despite the limited resources available. So anyway it's been over half a year and I think the reasons why I've kind of been away from it uh, there's it's I'd say it's like a three-phase thing. Um, The first phase, I'd say, involved an amount of study fatigue that I was feeling last March. Uh, Around that time, um, I completed my master's. Um, I'd also finished a big qualification that was required at work. So around that time, I was pretty much burning the candle at both ends. Um, I'd also started up some platform work as well as working full-time. Uh, which I have had to find myself revisiting in recent months as well. Um, Back then, it was about pretty much just trying to get the ability to save money, um, just for the sake of saving money. These days, um, it's an ability to save up for a new apartment. So again, full-time platform work. But looking back a year ago, doing platform work, working full-time, also ongoing study. Um, It was cooking my brain a bit, so I thought, well, let's just have a break. Um, And that was the end of the first phase of it. Uh, Just, I really just need to have a break. Something needed to give a little bit there, and also podcasting. So I thought I'll give it a bit of a pause, and it won't be long. 
or so I thought. As what had happened not too long after that was the introduction of lockdown within southwestern Sydney. Um, well, at least the intense version of the lockdown. And I suppose my experiences with that lockdown, um, this could be an episode into itself. Um, I know when I tried my first run at friggin' recording this, um, oh, that's what I forgot to mention earlier. Um, yeah, when I tried to record this earlier, um, I forgot to turn my mic on, so... Let's just double check. Yeah, this thing's on now. I remember when I tried this first run at recording this, sans microphone, uh, I found myself still talking a little bit about the lockdown. Um, I'll try not to rave a bit, but uh, I'm not promising anything. So with the lockdown, Again, it was a similar mentality, I think, as it was with um, with the study. Um, it would just be a little while, see it through, get back into it. But no, one week became two weeks, two weeks became a month, a month became two months. And then by the end of it, it was effectively half a year of a lockdown scenario. That did a number of my mental health, particularly in the sense that my social world and outside world definitely diminished. Uh, I, social media, the internet, really came to the forefront. And I learnt there that, and I don't know whether this is something that other people would feel, although I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that's an ordinary condition amongst other people, we're not really biologically designed for online interactivity for a long-term period. I think we still get an amount of energy and calm and emotional security from each other in a one-on-one sense. Um, unfortunately for me, I spent about half a year with the only, effectively the only person-to-person contact was with my folks and um, in previous Lone Wolf episodes, I have spoken about some of the difficulties I've had with family, um, immediate and extended. So it was a bit of a hard sell during the lockdown. I won't go into that too much, but it did do a number on my mental health by the end of it, in the sense that that part of my brain where it involves having to try to get through dysfunctional behavior or trying to do problem-solving stuff online and having to really muddle through it all constantly. Um, that cooks a bit of your right hemisphere, I think. And then six months into it, you're effectively done when you're going back out into the real world. I have noticed that... Um, that when I am out and about, um, I do get a bit anxious, um, particularly when I'm at Woolies or some some place like that, where it does feel a bit sometimes like it is a 1.5 meter barrier being encroached upon. Um, so that's where things get a bit anxious, but otherwise, in the most part, it's been fine. 
But I feel that 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 could be a hangover from lockdown times. And also just trying to interact with people again face to face. That was a bit of a readjustment as well. But we're getting there. So looking back on the actual aspects of the lockdown um, in a political sense, uh, I also feel a sense of anger and resentment in the fact that looking back, um, it did feel like, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I advocate the need for a lockdown as a, a strategy with minimizing pandemic numbers in terms of people contracting COVID, hospitalizations, any potential lethality that may arise from contracting COVID. If lockdown is required to minimize those numbers, then definitely do that. Um, but what can be a health strategy? I feel with this lockdown within Southwestern Sydney last year, effectively became a politically loaded one. And I feel what did happen there was a case of things being bottled into southwestern Sydney. I think looking back on it, idealistically, and a right-minded government, um, a not-so-cynical government, would have looked to have done a lockdown across Greater Sydney to share the burden. But I think what has happened here is bottling the lockdown within a section of Sydney that might necessarily vote for the government of the day. And so the burden can be placed quite cynically within that population cohort. And that's where I live. And it was a tough slog. And I do fear if there might, if there's any potential lockdowns to happen into the future, I'm not liking this Omicron BA2 that's emerging at the moment um, that is being monitored at least me personally particularly with case numbers so it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks with that uh, I am hoping that there will be sober reasoning prevailing and an effective health strategy is undertaken rather than an ongoing political one that seems to prevail. But we'll see. And those are my reflections on the lockdown. So apologies if it got a bit ranty, but there are still some mental health aspects of it I'm still recovering from. And I think it'll still be a little while yet before I got all my faculties about me. So that was the second phase, the lockdown experience. The third phase was actually getting back out and about and starting a new job. So a new job within my organization I've been working with for the last few years. It's involved a bit of a step up into more of a bigger picture role. Big learning curve. Um, added difficulty because I've needed to do this during pandemic times. Um, it started off during the lockdown. So having to get my head around this new role largely through um, online interactivity with my new boss and team. feel like I'm sort of getting there now, but still something that we're working through, um, particularly since in the last couple of months or so, I've been able to kind of start doing face-to-face -face stuff at work with colleagues. So that's alleviated things 
Um, otherwise, that's been the third phase in terms of why I haven't been podcasting. What to look at is another reason why I've been motivated to try to get back into the podcast commentary. The world is changing. Uh, the world seems to be taking on a bit more of a nationalist footing. It's particularly being played out with um, the, the current movements in Ukraine, um, with Russia looking to make their move, with trying to annex Ukraine effectively, and potentially seizing upon a diminishment of US hegemony and military authority that was particularly symbolized with the, the withdrawal from Afghanistan last year from the US. So I guess that provided a bit of a signal to other multipolar rivals such as Russia to think well the US is not going to be around as much now in terms of providing the policeman role let's see what interests can prevail here and so you're seeing the idea of national interests now taking a bit more precedent over what was otherwise an effective 40 to 50 year project of neoliberal free trade capitalism so it'll be interesting to see what happens here but i feel there is a bit of a limbo interim period here where national interests are going to take a bit more of a front seat i am not sure how long that will be um, my gut's telling me that could be at least a decade long thing but we'll see and i think that's where i would definitely like to have a particular focus in future podcast episodes in really getting my head around and when I'm talking with other people in these episodes, how the world is changing, what is going on, what is happening here in the interests of capitalism, and most pertinently, where is class disparity in all of this, and how is class interest being expressed, and where are the opportunities for class-based disruption to capital. But for me, the concern and the added wrinkle here is how all of that rubs up against this increasing rise of nationalism. So at the very least, that's what I'd like to explore within the podcast, coming back into the episodes. But also the geeky element as well. <laughs> and um, with the, the end of the lockdown and hopefully a receding pandemic, it has led to the re-engagement of popular culture things. So looking to talk about that stuff as well and how that levels up against the politics of things and the interrelation between popular culture the interests of capital the interests of consumption and people just basically wanting a good time and a sense of meaning that they might get from popular culture so there's a sense of civil or class ownership perhaps of popular culture which could be a thesis that um that i could assert in future episodes as well okay i'm peter parker that's not possible i am spider-man so where things might hold into days ahead with doing the podcast i'd like to collect several people and interview them regularly um, it won't be, I'd say, the interview of the week format that I did previously. Uh, I'm not sure I can get back to a frequency of doing weekly podcasts. 
for a couple of reasons. One, the mental health stuff, which I'm still recovering from. Two, still feeling a bit busy. And I think a large contributor to that has been this ongoing full-time job juggling the platform work, which I was referring to in about a year or so ago. Welcome to Thorn in Your Side. It's a podcast that has intentions of being a, a weekly episodic arising, but I haven't been uh, holding myself very true to that arrangement in the last couple of weeks because I've been attempting to juggle, uh, well, my full-time job, a new job doing some platform work, and I'm also trying to knock off some further qualifications that are work-related. So I've been moaning and waxing on previous episodes about knocking off postgrad studies and trying to get this one done and it's like oh okay back then it was about a case of just trying to get the ability to save money these days i'm doing it um, in order to hasten my ability to save up for a deposit for an apartment so that's going ahead with full steam and the problem with that is it takes up a bit of your time so uh, I'm allocating a pocket of time here for the podcast and I'm hoping that by checking in with um, with the usual mob of folks, um, it might provide a source of entertainment, information and a bit of a community aspect as well. So if it might be something for people to check in with, um, check in with other people and to create possibly a bit of discussion and sense of community amongst people. If my podcast can do that, then um, then that's something that uh, that's that's been achieved. I feel. So there it is, folks. I've come back after a year or so. I'm hoping to keep things up. I'm hoping to try to do future podcast episodes across at least a fortnight or to a month. As mentioned before, maybe the weekly ones might be a bit of a bridge too far, but. We'll see how we go with the frequency of, of it being fortnightly to monthly. We'll see with that one. So thanks everybody. Thanks for having me back and hopefully talk soon. Catch you later.